You know, we, we have just finished our Advent season. We had in there that we are to, uh, to love. We want peace. We want faith. We want joy. I see there's a word missing in that. And that word is pray. Let us pray for faith. Let us pray for peace. Let us pray for joy. Let us pray. There's no mistake that Jesus Christ taught His disciples to pray. And ever since then, individuals have been praying the prayer that Jesus taught them. Why? Because it is so, so important. So important. The earth travels about a thousand miles every minute. Every minute. The earth then itself is traveling about 67,000 miles a minute. And in one day, this earth will travel 1,500,000 miles in one day. Are you computing that for me, Richard? <laughs> Sounds good, thank you. Glad to have you here. Uh, and we have faith every day that's going to happen, don't we? Is there a single day that you get up that you don't expect to see a sun out there? Oh, it might be a little cloudy, it may be raining, but you know there's been a sunrise, right? Don't we take that for granted? Sunset, you know, out here, we look at that sunset and all, all the different colors and the beauty of it, we take pictures of it, but we don't have any doubt there's going to be a sunset. The last few days, the moon has been so beautiful. I mean, gorgeous moon. And we take it for granted how fast everything is ro rotating around each other and staying in sequence. There is nothing out of sequence. There are no mistakes. God does not make mistakes. And you and I take that so much for granted. We take it for granted and yet it is unbelievable what all is taking place in the universe and all the stars and all the gravity, the moons and everything else. It is just unbelievable to the human mind, but not to His mind. For He created every bit of it. It's no surprise to Him. And yet, when it comes to taking issues in our life to God, we sometimes think, this is too big for Him. He can't handle this. Someone is sick in the hospital, and He can't pull off this miracle. The doctor's already spoken. The doctor's already said there's no hope. Folks, your doctor and my doctor has the final say. Your doctor 
and my doctor is the one that's still in the, in the miracle business. Every day he is still in the miracle business. So where is our faith? Where is our faith? When we go to him and ask for a miracle, do we really mean it? Or have we already given up? Have we really gone to Him in earnest prayer and asked for something to really happen in the lives of individuals? We're all facing challenges in life. Every one of us. There's not a person sitting here today that is not facing challenges. And there's only one God. Do not think he is too busy to hear your prayer. Don't even let that enter your thoughts. Don't pay any attention to how many billions of people might be praying at the exact same mo uh, moment. If you're going to think about anything, visualize this universe and see what He has done for you and for me. When you look out and you see those stars covering the sky, think about the Creator. And so when you're taking your concern to Him, do not let it even cross your mind that this might be too heavy a load for Him. In like manner, if you have something you think it's little and this hits me, why don't I pray for it? We had a postmaster here and her name was Sharon. And Sharon taught me a, a lesson when I was picking up the mail one time. I couldn't find, let's say, my keys. I was going with my spare set of keys. And Sharon said, have you prayed for it? I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You think I'm going to waste his time by praying for him to help me find those keys? She said she learned that lesson from her mom. And so she was teaching me. And so I started praying. I wasn't doing well on my own. So I started praying that I could find my keys. And with two hours, I had them. Accident? Accident? I don't think so. God just humbled me real quickly that anything that you're having an issue with, and this has to do with the students, this has to do with the parents, this has to do with the grandparents, it has to do with all of us. If there is something that we are concerned about, don't think for a moment He's not concerned. You know the lessons, the parables that he taught his, his followers? He says, you know, which one of you would uh, provide your child with a snake if, it, if the child asked for bread? And yet, you would do this for your child. How much more would your Father in Heaven do for you? He wants you to come to Him with each and everything that might be on your heart. And the more frequently you pray, 
the more regularly, more frequently you're going to see prayers happen in your life. Prayer results in your life. The more you pray, the more you're going to see it and witness it. You may be walking around all day long and think, there's another one, there's another one, here's another one. Because they'll be happening wherever you go, you will see the hand of God working with you. Keep in mind, keep in mind, sometimes the answer is no. Keep that in mind. I remember being at my mother's and father's bedside when they passed away. The answer is no. It's time for them to come home. It's time for them to come home. And that is the greatest celebration of all. That's what they've taught me all my life. And now it's my turn to step out on my own to put on my big boy jeans and stand on my own two feet. They taught me to have courage. They taught me about the Lord. And now it's time that I step on faith in Jesus Christ. Sometimes the answer is no. For 40 years, most of you know, I ran from the call to be a minister. Never found the real joy in insurance. Paid the bills sometimes. Paid the bills. But I never had the joy that I have had with you during these 13 years. It doesn't even compare. And see, I thought it was money that was going to indirectly bring that happiness and joy. Because with the money, I could buy a bigger car. That leather really smells good when you drive it off the showroom. That smells good. Or a, ba uh, a larger house. Even though your dad says, no, you can't afford that. Yeah, I can, Dad. Yeah, I can, Dad. Reaching out, doing things more expensive, joining country clubs. Oh, I'm going to be happy. Are you kidding me? The stress I was under every, each and every month trying to meet ends when there was always more month left than there was money. I had some knee pads I just about wore out going to see the bankers and begging. There was not the joy that I thought was going to be there and at the end of the year, it looked like I'd made a lot of money, but I was not happy. Does that resonate with anybody? Does that make any sense to anybody? And do not think for a moment I have anything against anybody making more money. Boy, God bless them. Churches, charitable causes, causes just around the board, whatever it is would not be able to exist if it wasn't for people that have been able to be successful in their ventures, business ventures. They have been blessed, and they have blessed others. And most of the time I have found out, you and I won't know who they are, because these will be anonymous gifts. At the 
barbecue that was held for me a few weeks ago. I think they called it a roast, but it felt like it was a barbecue. And I'm pretty sure I could smell it when I went outside, you know, a flash burning. But someone was gracious enough to match every dollar that was given by hardworking people coming in because that hardworking person has been blessed. It was matched. It's a win-win deal, folks. But get your priorities straight. Get your priorities straight and know that He is with you. When the answer is no, He's still with you. He is still with you. He does not turn His back on you. He's still with you. In the book of Proverbs, the 16th chapter, the 9th verse, in their hearts, humans plans their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. I did a lot of planning. I did a lot of planning. I had a checkbook, and uh, uh, by that I mean I had a, a to-do list, and I was checking things off. And nowhere in there did it have, go to Quanta, Texas, and be a minister for 13 years. You could get my daytime planners, and not a single one of them had that on it. His plans were different. I like to say, if you want to see God laugh, tell Him your plans. I don't know what's going to happen when I move down to Lufkin. I know I'm going to be happy with that lady. But I've got a mentor sitting right on the other side of her that has just been as close as a brother can be for this last year. Richard Brown also had a background in insurance, and now he's, I guarantee you, he's a full-time minister, whether he's in that pulpit or not, because he's ministered to me so many times. And he has set an example for me. So I've got a real deep feeling I'm going to be dialing his number a lot. And he has numbers of other lay people that have also gone into the ministry as chaplains. I don't know, but I know who does know. And I know Donna and I go to the Lord and we ask for His guidance and His direction. So we open up our book for Him to give us that guidance. In the book of Luke, the 11th chapter, the 5th verse. This is a parable from Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and, and say, Friend, let me have three loaves of bread. I'm going to paraphrase this. And your friend says that early in the morning he says no. You know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, let's say. And you go to your friend, knock on the door, and first of all, he's not happy that you woke him up. He comes there in his, his nightgown or whatever he sleeps in, answers the door only because you're his friend, and you ask him for three loaves of bread. He said, you got to be kidding me. You're waking me up at 2 a.m. for uh, three loaves of bread. Jesus goes on to say that the neighbor obliges his friend. 
not because he wants to, but because the individual had the audacity to ask for it. You with me? That took courage for him to do that. Jesus' point is, God will answer your audacious prayers because you ask. We know about knock and the door will be open, seeking you'll find, and that's what he's saying. Have the audacity to ask for the impossible. For it is possible through and with Him. Prayer. Certainly have joy in your life and pray for it. Faith and pray for it. Because you wouldn't even be going to Him in prayer if you didn't have faith. And have that love in your heart, not just family, but the extended family. Share your love with those you're around at work. Those that you, you're, you're, uh, you're seeing at City Hall for some reason. Those that you see at United that are checking you out. Those that are stocking the shelves. Share your love with others. Just as there is no limit to the love of Jesus Christ for you, you're not going to run out of love. It's not like a water pitcher and you eventually run out of water. That love is endless. And through your prayers, you too will see miracles. Let us pray. Father, we know there are miracles each and every day. So many times we walk right past a miracle without even noticing it. But the closer we get to you, Lord, the more miracles we see. There are those aha moments. It's, it's not only possible if God is involved in it. That's the only way this could have happened. God is ever present. If there's a disconnect, Lord, it's because we hung up on you. So let us be wise enough. Never to hit the off button. But always and always keep an open line with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. If there's